Hey everybody, what up? It's the Pinstripe Pals. Midnight edition of the Pinstripe Pals. Very excited. Even though tonight wasn't the best of nights, the game was super exciting. It really uh, was. It was a nail-biter through and through. Like, I was I was like, man, I can't do this much longer Like at the very end. It was starting to get a little... Especially with Judge, Rizzo, and Gallo it was the last three at-bats. I was like, oh, this could work. But we all saw how it went. Yeah, it was unfortunate. The Yankees fell short. They lost 4-3 to three tonight in the final series of the first series of 2022 against the Boston Red Sox. Montgomery went about three innings. In the first, he got clipped on the ankle. Uh, he remained in the game and actually, stayed for a little bit knee. longer. I think it was his knee he got hit on. Yeah, either way, yeah, he still went down with a, a lower injury. Um, wasn't great for the Yankees, but, you know, the bullpen really backed him up when he left. And, you know, Clark Schmidt looked great, uh, besides a homer that he gave up to Dahlbeck, which wound up being the game winner. Um, everyone looked pretty good except for the offense. The offense, once again, relied on Anthony Rizzo and John Carlos Stan to try to take them all the way. And, well... When you leave eleven runners on base, Chris, uh, yeah, that was, that was it, it's very hard to win a ball game like that. Yeah, no, definitely. Everyone's gonna try to blame. I feel like all like the casual fans are gonna be like, "Oh, Schmidt gave up the home run. He sucks." Blah blah blah. But it's really for the struggles from within on offense that really fucked us up tonight. Whether it was Stan being uncomfortable in his final at bat, Gallo being Gallo, or Judge performed well. He really did, but I really could have seen more out of him. Like, I feel like he could have like, he missed a lot of he let, he let a lot of good pitches go I feel like. Uh, a lot of our batters did actually. Uh, look at a lot of good pitches. Especially Hicks. Um, but Donaldson though, that f- fucked us up. He, he was sw- I, I guarantee you, like if a moth flew across the plate, you would probably swing at it. He was swinging at everything. He was trying to go yard. He almost did. Uh, fuck, what inning was that? I think it was Man, the. It doesn't matter. He, he almost went yard. He struck out three times with a backwards K looking, and he was swinging very early in the count, very hard in the count, and then he would get down two strikes and look at a pitch right down the middle. Every single time, and it was very hard to watch. Uh, Judge, on the other hand, in the ninth, he had a very long at-bat. 11 pitches. Yeah, he kept fouling off a lot of tough pitches, and then, you know, he wound up losing that battle, and once he lost, you know, Stan went down on three pitches. Gallo just did what Joey Gallo does best, and that's strike out. And that was the ball game, folks. You know, when you uh, have all these opportunities, and, you know, the Yankees had the bases loaded twice, and they didn't cash in either time, you know, that's definitely going to sting. And, you know, you beat the Red Sox out in the hit column by a lot. But, you know, hits only matter if they can get across. Yeah, if they can get across home plate. And that's something that the Yankees. Eleven hits, three runs. Yeah, the Yankees weren't able to cash in on that tonight. But they look to bounce back against Toronto in this next four-game series starting tomorrow. James, I'm very nervous for that series. Yeah, Jameson Tyon starts it on the mound tomorrow versus Alec Manoa. And you guys know what we've said about Manoa in the past in the offseason. You know, he's one of the younger studs coming up in the league. Um, 
you know, even though, you know, he can be vulnerable at some times, he's been looking really good. You know, this Yankees offense needs to start getting it clicking. It can't just be, you know, one or two guys really providing all the offense because. Yeah, that ass. That's what I felt like watching this whole game. I was just like, are we really, like, like after Stan would, would leave the batter's box, I'd be like, okay, we're not going to yeah. have any chance of scoring at all. And, you know, that's what made it so easy for us to pick Rizzo as our, uh, First honorary pinstripe pal of 2022. And he batted 300 in the series. He hit two homers. He drove in six. He played great at first base, you know, picked every ball out of the dirt, you know, made made the easy plays look super easy, made the hard plays look easy, which is something that we haven't seen from a first baseman, you know, in a very long time. Um, so, you know, shout to Anthony Rizzo. He had a great first series for the Yankees. Even when people doubted him and put him as our plan C as a first baseman. Yeah, that ass. So, shout out to him. Shout out to him for shutting up all the haters and everything like that. Um, he had a great series. Stan had a great series. You know, I would say overall, the pitching did a pretty solid job against Boston. You know, limiting them to, you know, three runs on opening day. You know, not too much at all across the whole series and you know we were able to come away with a with a series win and you know that's what's most important obviously yeah everyone's gonna be like oh the, the Yankees gave it up uh, the Red Sox fans here we go oh, the Yankees lost the last game uh, who won the series let me know who won the series dude like, yeah like you know the icing on the icing on the cake would have been to to sweep the Red Sox to start the season that would have been beautiful but just to know that you know we came in and, you know, a lot of people wrote the Yankees off as a fourth-place team in the East. And, you know, they showed up against a very good, good Boston team and took two out of three. Now, now there's another full test in, you know, another great team in the Blue Jays who are projected to win the East. We'll see what the Yankees can do. Yeah, uh, like I said before, this series has me very nervous. Uh, yeah. Especially because we'll be back at the Bronx and on Wednesday, Wednesday night. So we're probably going to end up having another midnight episode coming up. Um, but it's it's going to be, it's still going to be a very entertaining series. There's going to be a lot, I feel like there's going to be a lot of offense. There's going to be a lot of, I was, I, would, I want to say there's going to be a lot of home runs. I, I hope there's going to be a lot of home runs. An entertaining series nonetheless. I'm, I'm hoping for the best though, but that team is really scary. They, yeah. they are putting up a lot of runs, getting a lot of hits, and it's, yep. it's, it's so, just sort of making me nervous, you know. Let's 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 flip the page from the Red Sox because that series is over. We took two out of three, which is very good. And you know, let's move on to this Toronto series. You've got Jameson Tyon starting game one, Cortez game two. Then you turn the rotation back over to Garrett Cole and Luis Severino for games three and four. Obviously, you know we're looking into you know tomorrow's game first. Uh, what are you expecting out of Jamison Tyon tomorrow? I think he's not going to go more than six innings. Um, I hope he doesn't give up more than three runs. That's the, that's that's my hope. But so yeah, I'm going to say three runs given up at most, um, six innings, and I'm going to guess four strikeouts. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I would say Tyon is going to have a pitch limit, no doubt, like any other pitcher in the league has had because of the shortened spring. 
I think Boone gives him a leash of you know anywhere between 55 and 70 pitches to pay on you know how things go tomorrow. Um, I think he can definitely get through four if you know his stuff is there. You know, his stuff was uh, really intriguing uh, in the spring. You know, especially after coming back from ankle surgery so soon. Um, so I'm hoping for the best. I'm hoping that he can get you know a lot of swing and misses on that fastball slider combo. Um, you know, he's been a guy who you know has kind of rewritten himself. And you know, if he has another good season here where he could stay healthy. You know, he's going to be going into free agency, and he could get, you know, a nice little a nice little contract from somebody, whether it's you know the Yankees or somebody else. You know, he's really got a opportunity here to make the most of it. And I think uh, I think it all starts out with you know how he performs in this first game of the season. Yeah, I'm not usually a guy who's like, oh yeah, the first time someone goes out in the season is a telltale sign of how their season's going to go, but and for. Tyon, I think it's going to actually be the case this time. Like, I'm, I'm not, I don't ever usually think with that mentality, but I think that's the case for this dude just because he's, like you said, he's had ankle surgery. He's coming back from that. We saw him back in, oh, God, what game was that? Was that the Red Sox game? Or was that my, when I went to it was the Rays game? That was the Rays game. Uh, the Rays game. And he looked good. He looked, he looked good off that, but he still didn't pitch very long. But he still looked great, so if that translates over to now, I'm sure he'll do just fine. Gotta take a moment of concentration here for the car. Yep. Nah, but uh, yeah. So Tyon starts game one. Obviously, you know, like we were saying, the offense really needs to start clicking. Other than Anthony Rizzo and Stan, they've been absolutely great. You know, putting very good contact on the ball. You know, working the counts, putting good at-bats together. Um, you know, I think, you know, the team needs to, you know, take a step back and, you know, flip this page once again from the Red Sox series and start fresh. You know, a lot of guys looked uh, inconsistent at the plate. You know, some guys looked a little uncomfortable up there. Um, and, you know, they just got to, you know, get back in the groove. You know, it's still early on in the season, you know. It's only our third day out here, you know. But, uh, you know, this Toronto team came out swinging. You know, we saw it in the Texas series all along. And, you know, they're they're ready to fight. They're ready to play. You know, they're, they're hungry to, you know, make the playoffs. You know, this is a young team that, you know, missed the playoffs by, you know, one game last year. And, you know, they're not looking to miss it again. So, you know, they – Made a lot of upgrades. Obviously, they lost Robbie Ray, but they got Gosman in there. You know, Manoa's coming off a great rookie season. Kikuchi came over. You know, Barrios has a, his first full year in Toronto, so they got a lot of pieces over there that can do a lot of damage. You know, obviously, the middle of their lineup is absolutely amazing with, you know, Vladdy and Bo and, you know, Chapman now over there. You know, they got a lot of pieces that could do – a number on your pitcher, so you know the Yankees got to go in there. You know, hope that... gonna ignore George Springer. No, no, yeah, I mean, the Springer diggers. George Springer is uh, definitely under the radar now, especially after you know missing missing you know time the last couple of seasons. But in that leadoff spot, you know Springer's definitely one of the most dangerous hitters the game has seen from that position. So you definitely can't forget about him. He is uh, definitely. You know, 
an interesting character, to say the least. They did get rid of that fuck Randall, though. Yeah, I don't that's care. Some, that's something that like I'm. You know, that's happy that's about. good for the that's good for the Yankees because Randall Grichik is like amazing against the New York Yankees. You know, he used to crush them all the time. So I know the Yankees were definitely happy to see that he got traded to the NL West. We will not see him at all this year, I believe. So that's a really good sign. Um, but he's going to do some damage over there. In Colorado, with the altitude and everything, he might hit 30, 40 home runs over there. You know, playing uh, half of his season out there in Colorado. Yeah, and the altitude and everything like that. A lot of players are going to benefit from that. So, like Chris Bryant, especially, I, I do believe. Yep. Uh, that dude is going to go places. Yeah, but to to get back on the on the point of the Blue Jays. If the Yankees look to be successful in this series, they got to get a lot of swings and misses. You know, they got to really, you know, mix their pitches well and, you know, you know, make the most of their opportunities while they're at the play and while they have runners in scoring position because the Blue Jays can put an ugly number up if, uh, if you know, if the pitcher gets off. So, you know, Tyon going out tomorrow, definitely need a strong start out of him. You know, the bullpen is uh, pretty well rested, you know, Clark Schmidt definitely ate ate up a good amount of uh, innings for the Yankees tonight. You know, they didn't use Chapman. You know, it was uh, a mix of uh, Licky, Wandy, Lewisaga, Schmidt. Um, so pretty pretty good there. You know, you saved a lot of your big arms um, for this series against Toronto. And I think this is where you need to go all in, you know. You're definitely starting a little mismatch, I think, you know, from the way Toronto has played. You know, even though you're both 2-1, and one, Toronto is definitely the better team on paper, but you got to just go and show them that, you know, you guys can do this, that you can keep up with them, and, uh, you know, put in the effort to win these games, you know. As Aaron Hicks would say, it's going to be a fuck you type season. Yeah, it's, it's got to be, and, you know, Aaron Hicks said that, and he hasn't fucking done shit. He has... Exactly. <laughs> he has, like, one hit, maybe two hits this season, you know. Um, Falefa finally got his first hit out of the way, you know, with the double to left center today. Um, that's obviously, you know, good to get the first out of the way. You know, hopefully that'll, you know, turn around his ugly start. Um, and, you know, we just got to get the ball rolling, you know, some of these guys, you know, haven't haven't looked really good at the plate. You know, some of them have had good swings, and you know, they just haven't found grass. You know, they found you know gloves and everything. So that definitely, uh, you know, isn't the best. But you know, they're gonna crack it at some point, and you know, they're gonna start clicking, and you know, we're gonna go on some sort of run where you know we get hot for a little while. You know, hopefully it comes sooner than later. You know, we just gotta. Win series, you know, that's the biggest thing for the Yankees. And, you know, I know last year, you know, people were complaining that the Yankees went 9-12 and in uh, games that they had the chance to sweep in. Obviously, you know, this season they start 0-1 in that chance. But, you know, you got to look at it in the bigger picture. And, you know, the Red Sox are a good team. You didn't sweep them. That's okay. You know, now if this was like Baltimore that we were playing or, you know, Oakland or, you know, some team that is, you know, on a rebuild, you know, that's a team that you need to capitalize on to sweep and, you know, take those three, four-game series. 
Yeah, that would that would have been depressing if we had started yeah. out the season again. Uh, yeah, luckily, luckily it wasn't, and you know, we were able to you know have a really good series against the Red Sox. Every game was entertaining. Opening day was awesome with the Donaldson homer. Or sorry, Whoa. Don- Donaldson <laughs> does not have a homer. Uh, the Donaldson walk off was great. Obviously, Stan Rizzo hit some massive home runs this series. You know, Garrett Cole getting uh, rocked around wasn't great. Um, that wasn't something that, you know, any Yankee fan was really looking forward to. But, uh, you know, shit happens, and, you know, you got to yeah, like move on and, you know, just do it I again. Don't, I don't look at, like, the first game of the series or the season as a as a telltale sign of how the season's going to go. I definitely stand like that with Garrett Cole. He got roughed up a little bit, sure, whatever. But I don't think it's going to happen much going out unless he gets hurt somehow or or unless he gets something gets into his head, which I doubt. He's a good pitcher. He's, I mean, the wild card game, sure, but, you know, that's 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 playoff game. That's different. We're talking about regular season. I think he's going to do just fine. So when he goes against Toronto, I think he's going to do very well, and I'll be Hoping that he does because we will be there. And I, I've never seen Garrett Cole pitch, so I want to see him pitch the way Garrett Cole pitches. Yeah, Toronto's a team that is going to be uh, very hungry to, to be aggressive at the plate, and they're going to they're gonna swing a lot. They're going to swing out a lot of first pitches and stuff like that. So, you know, Cole is definitely going to have to work. You know, he's definitely going to have to mix his pitches in, and, you know, him and Higashioka you know, are definitely going to have to work. You know, and... <laughs> they're going to have to have good communication with each other the whole game, you know, and have a strong game plan going in because, you know, like like we just said, you know, that's a team that can put up ugly numbers. You know, even though, you know, their pitching hasn't been great to start the season, you know, they gave, they've given up a lot, you know, in that series to Texas. You know, they know that, you know, no matter where their team's at, that their bats can, you know, bring them right back into a game, so... You know, if the Yankees get out to any early leads in this series, or you know, any any type of lead at all, you know, throughout the game, they need to know that they need to have a game plan on how to keep it that way, and how to you know limit limit the ability of uh, Toronto to do what they do best, and you know, that's you know, get on base, driving runs, and you know, you know, put up those crooked numbers because you know they did against Texas. Texas was up seven zero on opening day. And Toronto came all the way back, and they wound up winning the game 10-8. to 8. Um, You know, obviously Toronto wound up losing today, you know, 12-6, to 6, but, you know, they were still mashing the ball. Yeah. Uh, the, the pitching just wasn't there for them. Um, but, you know, they're a hell of a team. They're going to win a lot of fucking games this year. Definitely writing them in for 85-90 wins at least, if not more. Tampa Bay is definitely up there, too. You know, Boston can even be in that mix of 85-plus. So, it's going to be a very interesting division. You know, we're looking forward to the Toronto series a lot. You know, this Boston series was a lot of fun for us. You know, we went today. We met a lot of people. You know, we were able to, you know, really get our podcast growing. So, you know, if you guys are listening in, tuning in, you know, make sure that people follow. Once we get to 300 followers, we're going to do a ticket giveaway. Uh, we're promising that now, so, you know, the sooner we get there, the sooner that you guys, you know, help us out and reach out to, you know, 
your friends that are fans or your family or, you know, your neighbor's dog, you know, who has an Instagram, whatever, whatever. You know, the sooner we get there, the sooner we can get tickets out to you guys. You know, we want to be able to do this, you know, often. And, you know, have fun with it, you know, have fun with you guys, you know. Actually have, like, you know, real relationships with, you know, our fans, you know, our people who support our podcast and, you know, other Yankee fans, you know, other fans, you know, in general. Like, I mean, we met some... Right, I mean, you know, we met some Boston fans today, you know, even though they're Boston fans. You know, one of them went ahead and, you know, came on the story, you know, he followed the account, da-da-da. And, you know, he was such a cool guy to talk to, and, you know, even though... That's rare. You know, yeah. And, you know, even though at the end of the game they won, you know, he was super cool about it, you know. And, you know, we had a good time, you know, we were able to talk about how good the game was, how good the series was. You know, be out of just a normal conversation as baseball fans, not as Yankee Red Sox fans. So it was really cool to see. You know, it's going to be uh, a very long season. You know, there's still 159 games to go. You know, a lot can change in that time. Um, but hopefully, you know, the Yankees can, you know, keep their foot on the gas, keep winning baseball games. And, yeah, you know. How about Gary Sanchez today, though? Yeah, Gary Sanchez was a grand slam, man. You know, we, we can end this on uh, some, some quick MLB notes. Yeah, Gary Sanchez hit a fucking grand slam for the Minnesota Twins today. Fucking Carlos Correa hit a fucking homer. You know, the, the Twins uh, Twins beat the Mariners 12-8. to So, you know, very, very solid for them. Uh, I bet they are very happy. With that, you know, that's their first win of the season. They definitely have a very good team on paper if they can stay healthy. Um, you know, but, uh, yeah, just to go through some, you know, MLB news real quick. You know, the Mets the Mets lost today. You know, the Nation, Nationals were able to, you know, salvage a game of the four-game series. Uh, Nelson Cruz, I believe, hitting the game-winning single. He also hit his 450th career homer. Uh, so that's really big for him. You know, he's 41 years old. Will he get to 500 home runs? I don't know. Maybe. It might be a little bit of a stretch, you know, before he retires. But who knows with the uh, universal DH, you know, guys might be able to last a couple more years. Cruz usually averages about 30. So, you know, if he doesn't get there this year, if he plays next year, there's a good chance that, you know, he can he can make it to 500. You know, that would be, that'd be, that'd be cool for him. That would be good. You know, he's been he's been around for a long time. He's moved around with a lot of different teams. You know, it would be cool for him to, you know, hit that milestone. He's one of the best DHs that, you know, this game has seen in a, in a long, long time. Nelson Cruz. Oh, and uh, what about uh, Seager? Uh, could have been our shortstop snapping the bat in the weirdest way. You yeah, what a what a swing! I mean, that just shows you know. And you had a base hit on that. Yeah, too. exactly. That just shows how strong he is to be able to muscle that out, and you know, the bat literally, you know, not even splitting in half perfectly. Like he only had the knob left, and the rest of the bat came apart. And he still, you know, was able to manage to serve it into left field for a base knock. You know, just goes to show you know how how strong these guys are, even if they don't. Even if they don't look it, you know, underneath underneath that jersey, you know, these guys are, you know, professional athletes. They're very strong. You know, they, they've they been playing this game, you know, since they were, 
you know, probably four or five years old, you know, once they could pick up a bat and a ball, you know, they're, you know, that was definitely impressive. You know, that's the guy that I had wanted at shortstop for the Yankees. Um, I definitely am okay with Falefa. You know, I think he's going to turn out to be very good for the Yankees. I think a lot of Yankee fans are going to be very surprised at, you know, how good he is by the end of the season. Um, yeah, that's how I'm looking at it, too. But, you know, I'm very excited to watch Seager in, in Texas. You know, very excited to see, you know, what Correa does as a twin, see if the twins, you know, make it back to the postseason. You know, what does Story do for the Red Sox? You know, he hasn't done anything yet. I don't even know if he has a base hit. He doesn't. Um, he doesn't. There we go. So, yeah, he didn't play in tonight. He didn't play at all in today's game. I'm surprised he didn't come in as, like, a sub, but... Trevor Story got a full day of rest, and, you know, look at that. Trevor Story doesn't play for the Red Sox, they get a win. So, you know, you know, the two days that he played, they lost. So maybe they should keep playing him more, and then they'll keep losing. Yeah, it should have been a Yankee. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we don't got much in, much else for tonight. You know, definitely, you know, look into the Instagram, look into the TikTok for, you know, content throughout the week, you know, for the series against the Blue Jays. Um, we're going to be posting, you know, something shortly once we get off the road, you know, for uh, for the game tomorrow. And, then, you know, once uh, once the lineups go out tomorrow, we'll make sure to have that up on our page. And, uh, yeah, you know, we'll probably, we'll probably give you guys, you know, a little something on Wednesday, you know, during the game. You know, maybe we'll go live at the game for you guys. Um, and then expect on Thursday – you know, for there to be some sort of podcast episode or something. You know, maybe not Thursday, maybe it's Friday. Um, so that, you know, we can watch the game Thursday night, see how the whole series goes, and then, you know, give a recap on that. But, you know, that's what we're looking forward to is, you know, maybe at the end of every series we have a podcast or, you know, once a week we'll cover, you know, two yeah, series or – or, you know, whatever, but us uh, for the entire series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, that, that's that's what we're looking to do. You know, maybe we'll do an Instagram poll and, you know, see what our fans want us to do. Whether you guys want it to be every series or every week with an episode, you guys can let us know. Uh, we're kind of open to anything at this point. You know, we have very decent jobs that give us, you know, the flexibility to be able to do this. Um, and, you know, we're able to get to games enough. And, you know, we're also able to, you know, go to minor league games, too. At the end of the month, we're actually going to a Hudson Valley Renegades game. Uh, we're going to get to see, you know, the boys in action, you know, some of the prospects. And, you know, we're going to be sitting right behind that dugout. So, Austin Wells, you know, definitely, uh, definitely look for there to be a ton of awesome content then. You know, we're going to try to talk to some of the boys. You know, Everson Pariah has been one guy that we've been linked to, you know, talking back and forth to. So, you know, that's one guy that we're definitely looking forward to, you know, talking to. And, you know, hopefully uh, he can hook us up with some of the other guys and, you know, we can have a good time. You know, maybe even get, you know, a bat or, you know, even a ball or something from Everson Pariah, you know. That would be, be really cool. But, you know, just, just the fact to, you know, be able to meet these guys and, you know, get a chance to, like, you know, talk to them, that's going to be absolutely awesome. Hey, you know, we're going to get to watch a cool, a good baseball game, you know. These guys are, you know, pros. You know, they're on their way up through the minor league system. And, you know, a lot of them have very promising futures. And, you know, we don't know if that's going to 
you know, be in the Bronx in a couple of years or not. You know, they could be used as trade bait. You know, some of them we hope not because, you know, some of them we've uh, grown really close to already, you know, from following the Yankees and, you know, knowing knowing them and all that. So, you know, we hope that they stick around forever. Um, but, you know, sometimes it's not like that. But, you know, for now, for now, while for now, while they're here, we're going to make the most of it. And, you know, we're hoping that, you know, this experience at uh, Dutchess Stadium at the end of April, you know, and getting to talk to those guys will lead to uh, some of those guys coming on for a future podcast, you know. And, you know, we're just going to, you know, keep doing our thing. We're going to keep grinding. You know, you guys, you know, have shown awesome support and everything for us. So, you know, keep doing that. Keep sharing us. You know, keep doing our thing. You know, we're going to keep attending games. We're going to keep talking it up. You know, if you guys can help us out and, you know, talk it up as well, you know, we're going to grow together and, you know, we're going to, you know, do this do this one day said, at a time. I, I, must, I literally am going to have to count how many times you say you know. Yeah, I mean. Because that that was uh, just like yeah yeah, you know, yeah. it's gonna be my know. it's it's gonna be my catchphrase. You're gonna hear it all season. You know, Gallo sucks at strikeouts. You know, Stan is uh Stan is dark horse for MVP. You know, Judge should have taken that contract from the Yankees because I don't know if he's gonna gonna prove himself to get more money than they offered before. And you know, I I, I don't I don't think Judge is gonna leave. I really don't. I he he wants to he wants to be a Yankee for life. Yes, I can understand that he wants more money. He has to do. He has to have insane numbers to get more than thirty and a half million. Getting that money is making more than Trout and Mookie Betts per year. You're doing that. I think you're living comfortably, Judge. You might not be getting the years that you want, but buddy, you're thirty years old now. You're going to be thirty-one. Seven years is a good deal for the Yankees. It's a good deal for you. You play well those seven years. You show us that you can still stay healthy after seven years. Why not? We'll keep you. We'll keep you around. You know, we'll give you one, two more years, and then you know you're a big fucking dude. You're six seven. They need to have some type of insurance and liability on that. That's why they did seven years, because guys like that don't always last as long. Yeah, so when you're bigger, you get hurt. Yeah. So you know, we're hoping for the best. You know. Obviously, the Yankees and Judge have stopped, you know, talking. They're probably not going to talk at all until after the season's over, which is fine. Judge wants to focus on on baseball, and, you know, that's exactly what he should be doing. He should be focusing on the game and, you know, winning ball games and, you know, producing for his team. And, you know, as long as he does that, the contract will come with it. And, you know, Derek Jeter never signed an extension, and he was a franchise player. Judge is kind of in the same boat, and I think uh, I think Yankee fans need to stop worrying that they didn't get an extension done. Let the season play out, and you know when the time comes to give him a contract, they're going to offer him something, and he's going to take it because he wants to be a Yankee. They definitely want him to be a Yankee, and you know the two sides are gonna are gonna make it happen at some point. It's bound to happen, and you know. We're gonna we're gonna tell you right now that it's gonna happen. Aaron Judge is gonna be a Yankee for life. You know, come twenty twenty three opening day, he's still gonna be standing there in right field for the New York Yankees. You know, batting second and you know getting the biggest ovation out of anyone in that crowd. Um, but Chris, unless you got anything else, we can uh, wrap this up for tonight. 
Oh, God, nothing. My brain feels like mashed potatoes. All right. So, guys, you know, tune in on the Instagram. Tune in on the TikTok for more content, more updates, you know, live look-ins, all that type of stuff. On the Yankees against the Blue Jays in this series. We'll be at the game Wednesday. We will definitely, you know, film more stuff than we did tonight on Wednesday. Um, We are sitting in Section 103 on Wednesday. So if you are attending the game, let us know. Let us know where you're sitting. Let us know where you're going to be. Maybe you can come find us. Maybe we'll come find you, whatever. Just know that we're going to be right behind Aaron Judge, and we're going to be calling his name out all game. And we're going to be banging him to sign a contract the entire game. We are going to try to get a baseball. The objective of that game on Wednesday is for Aaron Judge to throw us a damn baseball. And to win the game. You know, and to win the game. Obviously, obviously, we want to win the game. Obviously. Uh, Garrett Cole is going to be on the bump that day, as of right now, unless something bizarre happens. So, yeah. Until then, guys, we'll see you. And we're out of here. Good night. Let's go, Yankees. Let's go, Yankees. Fuck the Red Sox.